The lean startup method is outdated. Try this instead. Stop building your MVP and start growing your MVA. Last week, I had the honor to speak at Investor Week 2021, a global investor and startup event. Besides pitching once at a startup event, I have little to no experience with investors. If so, my work is based on avoiding investors as much as possible. So what do I tell a global bunch of tech investors waiting for the next big unicorn? After breaking my head about it and feeling the imposter syndrome kicking in, the only reasonable thing for me was to share what I am passionate about. So I shared what I want every startup founder to know and what I think investors should look at in their potential investment. It's building your MVA before building your MVP. Eric Reese's lean startup method is a genius approach to building a business. Build, measure, learn, repeat. It is simple, affordable, and highly effective, but also highly ready for an update. The lean startup method requires you to have a hypothesis about your business idea, an assumption of how people react, how they behave, or what the future will bring. Then based on that hypothesis, you build your minimum viable product, your MVP. Only with your MVP, you get outside surveying real potential customers to find out whether your hypothesis is true or not. Then with the information you measured and the feedback you learned, you set up a new hypothesis. This is a lot of guessing if you ask me, but why guess if you can just ask? With social media nowadays, you don't have to make assumptions. Just ask, listen, and find out what's really going on before making up assumptions in your head. Build your MBA before building your MVP. Don't start with an assumption, begin with a question. Then ask people on social media and share what you learn. Content is our new currency and social media is where the magic happens. Your minimum viable audience exists of your very first listeners, readers, and followership in general that feel attracted to what you want to start. With their help, you can develop your minimum viable product. You ask first and then create, not the other way around. Seth Godin, the king of marketing, calls this approach smallest viable audience and says, marketing is the first thing we do, not the last. Do you know what I have learned about how to start a business? One, have a multi-million dollar idea. Two, write a business plan. Three, get investment. Four, market your business. Chances are high that you learn that too. Isn't this the exact opposite of what, what most successful marketer, entrepreneur, and business gurus of our time, Seth Godin says? And he is by far not the only one. CEO and founder of Wild Audience, Bastian Ernst, calls it audience first, startup second strategy. Many successful entrepreneurs, bloggers, and content creators follow this audience-first approach to build highly successful businesses. Entrepreneurs like Rand Fishkin, founder of Moz, Jason Fried, founder of Basecamp, and Morgan Brown, VP of Growth at Shopify, have who treated this. MVP equals minimum viable product. MBA equals minimum viable audience. Don't build one without the other. 
hashtag startup, hashtag lean. So maybe we have done it wrong all the time or times have changed. Nevertheless, our way of building a startup is outdated and it's time to get the update in the school books because starting with an MBA is not only beneficial, it's crucial. Here's why. We all know the crushing statistics that nine out of 10 startups fail. A survey by Fortune Magazine states with 42%, the number one reason for a startup failure is no market need of the product. So what if it's not the startups that fail, but their products? Uh, startup success rate is 10%. Uh, this is just a, uh, actually, I'll just leave this. There's a link for the um, article in the show notes. You can take a look at some of these um, images or infographics. Um, I won't go ahead and read them. By focusing so much on the hypothesis, we get blind to see the reality, no market need. The assumption made up in your head about the startup might not be the solution needed. Yes, it's crushing, but it also has a good side. It doesn't mean your business has failed. It just means your product isn't needed. Go ask your MVA and try again. Founders get way too attached to the assumption of the right product. But as Eckhart Tolle taught us, the most essential lesson of human time. You are not your thoughts and your product is not your business. That's why you need a minimum viable audience before you build your minimum viable product. Your MBA helps you test, research, innovate, and transform your product. So if the product does not find a market, you toss the product, not the startup. What can happen if you don't start with an MBA? May I introduce Pinky Gloves, the male founders of Pinky Gloves set up the hypothesis that women need help to dispose of their period product. As a result of this assumption, they, in quotes, invented a pink plastic glove to trap the tampon in so nobody would be disturbed by the appearance of a used menstrual product. <laughs> What a great idea they must have thought as they pitched their ideas to the investors of the of the TV show. Um, I don't know how to pronounce that, but it's the German version of Shark Tank. Uh, they left with a 30,000 euro investment. Pinky Gloves seemed like a great success story. Bear with me. But all of a sudden, the pink single-use plastic glove aiming to solve women's menstrual problems was exposed to 2 million viewers. And female viewers were in a rage about this period shaming and environmental unfriendly product. In fact, the reaction was so intense. All there is left of Pinky Gate is this statement on their website. We have decided that Pinky Gloves will be withdrawn from the market and have initiated all necessary measures accordingly. We are stopping all purchasing and distribution activities. We apologize to everyone whose feelings and emotions have been hurt. We can understand that very many are upset about this. We continue to welcome the fact that an important debate has been initiated where a factual and constructive debate culture will hopefully regain the upper hand. A very embarrassing outcome for the founders, for the investor, and clearly for the still tabooed topic of menstruation. All of this could have 
easy than prevented. Pinky Gate failed because they never actually wanted to support women with the menstrual product. Instead, they were solely interested in selling their own solution. Here it comes back to the unhealthy attachment founders have with their products. I see this issue way too often. Simply put, business is a spectrum with two extremes. There are product-based companies and there are vision-based companies. This is a good infographic you can check out. I actually may make this infographic the um, podcast episode graphic. Um, I'll, I'll read it actually, because it's good. On the left side, it says uh, product-based, so product-based companies. Uh, the product is in the center of the company, wants to sell their solution, reacts to the market, looks for the ideal client, wants to win, stands and falls with the product, high rate of failure. And then on the right side, uh, it says uh, vision-based. Vision is the center of the company, wants to solve a problem, creates a new market, looks for the right business model, wants to improve, has an infinite character, can't fail. The product-based company. As the name suggests, some companies are solely based on one product. However, the primary purpose of the company's existence is the product and its mission is to sell this one solution, whatever may come. This product is most probably a reaction to an already existing market. So the company's focus is winning customers, grow as much as possible and cut out their competition. Everything stands and falls with one product. When the market demand changes, the whole company fails. Pinkygate is a prime example of a product-based company whose only purpose is to sell the assumption they made up in their minds. But they are by far not the only ones. Remember, 42% of startups fail because of no market need. But if you start your startup based on a vision, it's a totally different game. The vision-based company. The intention of vision-based companies is to solve a specific problem, not selling its own solution. It starts with an open mind and a visionary instinct. These qualities help them be so innovative that they create a whole new market. Instead of looking for the right customer, it is looking for a sustainable business model first. Vision-based companies don't primarily wanna get bigger. Instead, they want to get better. Those companies have an infinite character as they continuously improve to stay on the market and fulfill their vision. This reminds me of what Enzo Ferrari always said. The next Ferrari is the best Ferrari. And therefore they never fail because it's based on a vision and not a specific product. Like Thomas Edison said after inventing the light bulb, I never failed, I just found a thousand ways how it didn't work. Firm on the goal, flexible on the methods. Vision-based companies are detached from their products. Products are just vehicles that bring them to their vision. They are built upon a minimum viable audience as they know they as they know they don't know. So it doesn't matter in which stadium 
you are on your startup journey, it's never too late to start with an MBA. And it's certainly never too late to start listening. The best time to start your MBA is yesterday. The second best time is now. How to create and cultivate a minimum viable audience. Ask questions and listen without intent to reply. Learn with an open mind, share what you know through content and repeat. Then when the time is ready, you can offer your audience a solution they really need. One, start with a vision, a passion, or an intention, but without expectations or assumptions. Only with an open mind can you fully listen. Instead of a product idea or a concrete solution, start with a question. Google does it with their how might we questions. Instead of assuming women want a single-use plastic glove to remove their tampons, ask how might we make menstrual products more convenient for women? Three, create a social channel and start asking people about their opinion. Listen, learn, and educate others with what you learned. Through content creation, you'll find the sweet spot of listening and presenting yourself as an authority. And then find the suitable business model to serve your audience, not the other way around. Because only if we listen can we understand. When we understand, we can serve. And only when we serve can we sell successfully. Lisa Marie Centeno uh, wrote that on medium.com. And I think it is so incredibly important. If there's anybody out there listening right now that wants a one-on-one -on -one with me, shoot me a, a message because I'm actually building a minimum viable audience right now. And I'm having incredible success. Um, it's through the, the Facebook social channel. Um, anyway, yeah, hit me up if you'd like um, a one-on-one -on -one consultation about what I'm doing. It might not exactly apply to what you're building, but I, I'd be happy to share. Um, links are in the show notes. And if you feel like it and you get any value about this, um, support the podcast. There's some links in the show notes. Thanks for listening. Have a great day.